0: Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Southeast Radio.
1: Well, for more than four decades, the County Wexford Community Workshop has been providing products, services, and meaningful employment for marginalised workers in the Enniscorthy area. Now, after rebranding as Reachability, its chief executive Trevor Jacob joins us to tell us about the organisation and the valuable contribution which its social enterprises make to the local economy. Trevor, you might start the interview by providing us with the origins of the organisation.
0: Good morning, Carl. The organisation was founded in 1975, and the late father, Tony Scallon, uh, was well known to people in the Enniscorthy and Wexford area, and he did great work in founding our organisation. The organisation has developed over the years to what it is today, providing service to an excess of 200 people with varying disabilities, but also um, employing a lot of staff. So it's quite a large organisation of its type.
1: And what prompted the decision to change the name from the County Wexford Community Workshop to Reach Ability?
0: The Community Workshop did fantastic work in its day, but really the name doesn't show really what we do nowadays. It started off as a place where people could come and work, but now there's, it's a lot more than uh, for people to come and work. And services have changed, services have evolved so now there's day services there's residential services there's respite services there's childcare services and there's employment services so the social enterprise is involved with the employment training and work experience side of what we do but you know we're involved for example um the houses, we have four houses. One of those is a respite house. Three are have permanent homes for individuals and for people who are vulnerable, people who may not have family members. So, you know, it's very varied in, uh, in, in what we do.
1: And of course, the three social enterprises will continue under the umbrella of reachability. They are the Kilcannon Garden Centre, the Astro Active Centre and Belfield Design. Starting with the Kilcannon Garden Centre, provide us with an insight into that and how it's performing. Mm-hmm
0: like a lot of businesses, it's been challenging coming out of COVID. There's there's a few different strings to the garden centre and restaurant. Uh, we trade under Kilcannon Garden Centre and restaurant out on the in the Enniscorthy North Business District it's called now, or the Old Dublin Road. And uh, we have a fabulous restaurant there, some excellent food, uh, frequented by a lot of people in the industrial estate, but a lot of visitors who have found us out as well. Um, so it's got its back open fully, People, there's confidence back in the market there and it's a busy restaurant uh, open six days a week um, the uh, garden centre, uh, there's a few aspects to the garden centre, we grow the majority of our own nursery stock from bedding plants to smaller uh, shrubs and items there, we also have a landscaping service which is particularly busy uh, and it's going very well at present, so that's a all year round job, so you know, you've a, you' you have a nursery growing area there's about two acres under plastic that people don't really see from the front of the site and uh, you had the landscaping and you had the retail garden center at the front It's coming out of covid it's performing well we have challenges, but you know we we need the support of the local community we need we need more support and um, but uh, we we're getting there we're getting there
1: What type of support do you need from the community in relation to that
0: I think really the reason we're on a call here today, is so we just want more people to be aware of what we do, I suppose. What people have to bear in mind if they cross the threshold of Kilcannon is that when you walk in the door, um, approximately 20% of our, of our staff are people who have a uh, slight learning disability, etc. So that's what you're supporting. You're supporting those jobs for marginalised people by the meal you buy, the landscaping job you do, the plants you buy.
1: And moving on next to the Astro Active Centre, how has that benefited the local community?
0: It was the first wheelchair surface type Astro pitch built in its type in the county, which also doubled up as a full-size hockey pitch. So it's the first of its type in the county at an Astro level. So yeah, we that was and that all came from significant fundraising. There was a, the late chairman Billy Ringwood, um, originally in Gorthy, but worked in Wexford, Wexford County Council all his life he wanted to develop a Special Olympics facility for our own service users. So Special Olympics is carried out there. Um, Casual soccer is carried out on the soccer pitch. There's basketball indoors. There's a full-size. It's also full-size soccer. Um, So there's varying casual seven-a-side soccer. There's indoor basketball. There's a whole lot of range of different sports. We work very closely with um, uh, Sports Active Wexford. Fran Ronan and her team would would uh, run a lot of activities in, uh, in our facility. And obviously Gory Hockey Club and Ennis Gorthy Hockey Club would play all their home matches in our facility. So, you know, it's a very busy facility. So you have Dublin clubs coming down. So we're bringing people into the town and we're catering for, there's gymnastics used there's a whole uh, range of activities there. We also have a cafe upstairs, we have a gym and there's meeting rooms for any business who want to come and spend a day there with their staff or have some catering sorted or have business meetings. um, We have those facilities there and in Kilcannon as well.
1: And Trevor, with the move to remote working, have you seen more and more companies engaging and using that facility with a view to creating bonds between staff?
0: Yeah, I think so. There's more opportunities for companies to sort of say, well, let's go and have an away day. Let's use a sports facility. Let's have our meeting there. Let's have some catering. Let's have our our sort of our think tank day. Um, So, yeah, no, there has been an increase in that. and I think it's a great concept.
1: And provide us finally then with an insight into Belfield design and the framing services that you provide there.
0: Yeah, no, our, our picture framing shop has been there for years. We used to do uh, furniture making, but that doesn't happen anymore. It wasn't economic with the environment we were in. So we concentrate on picture framing. And I suppose what's unique about our picture framing shop, we do a lot of tricky um, picture framing, you know, sports jerseys, mounting, stuff like that. A lot of artists use our facilities as well. And then we have complimentary gifts as well. So we have an excellent team there and it's an integrated team as well. There are people with disabilities involved with, uh, with working in that area as well. So I think it's a great facility and people come from far and wide to get their pictures framed with us. And we're open six days a week there as well.
1: And talk to us about the funding requirements of Reachability and if this has been a challenge for you, especially in recent years. Well,
0: absolutely. You know, the uh, social enterprise—it's always a challenge to remain sustainable because we're not there to make profit. We just want to balance the books. We want to sustain the facility, and we would—we'd always be tapping into capital grants to improve the facility. Uh, but you know, COVID was difficult and challenging, and it still is—is still is challenging a little bit. On the day residential respite service side, uh, that is challenging as well because which we've never had before in the last, I think it's a hangover from COVID, but the last two years we've had significant problems with trying to uh, keep enough staff. We just work together with the the different government bodies, particularly the HSE. We have a service arrangement with them and we just tried to develop a big uh, working relationship with them. Some of the issues about attracting staff are national issues because we're a Section 39 funded organisation and I know there's been other agencies in the county who've been on Southeast Radio and highlighting the problems there as well. But we do our utmost to overcome and we sort of do, we try and control the controllables, do what we can do um, internally and we try and lobby as well with local TDs and our national umbrella group as well to try and make things better and highlight the issues at a national level as well.
1: And Trevor, finally, what are your future plans for reachability? Reachability,
0: well, look, we're trying to sustain everything that we have, first and foremost. Um, We want to reinvest, particularly in our um, facilities in Kilcannon. Um, We want to um, get our respite facilities back open. That is a priority at present. And we want to attract and retain um, staff and we're, we're caught in funding issues with that but um, we want to sort of create better jobs and you know keep the good staff that we have and attract more staff and I think there is potential growth be it in the residential area and the day area an area I haven't highlighted much is that our day services changed significantly during COVID and now we have work locations up in Bunclody um, we have down in Castle Bridge. So there are, we might have been seen as an Enniscorthy based service and if there's people working in bordering counties in the Carlow area or South Wexford, we do have employment opportunities uh, in, in Castle Bridge area and we do have employment opportunities up in the Bunclody area. We also have hubs in Bree and Monagir.
1: Well, if you've just tuned in, that was Trevor Jacob, the chief executive of Reachability, and it's great to see this organization making such a valuable contribution to the local community.
0: Southeast Radio's Business Matters
1: with Carl Fitzpatrick. Southeast Radio.